and we're back. Well, and I'm back. I'm back. The second episode. This was originally going to be an update episode. It might still be just an update episode. I don't know for sure. I'm still trying to think about it. I got some things I want to talk about, but before we get to those things, I need to mention a couple things. Well, some things. One thing. I don't know how many things. Let's see how many things come out of my mouth. So, uh, you will now notice if you are actually listening to this damn thing, which I can actually see that some people are, so, you know, to those who have actually subscribed and downloaded and whatnot, fucking hey, how you doing? What's up? Yo. Uh, what's a Aloha? Fucking sup? I don't, that's, they're not different languages, but they're different lingos, so, you know, wherever you're from, sup. And, uh, yeah, so you're now going to notice that this is now called the Audible Munchies Podcast. The Not So Everyday Cast was the original name for this podcast, but it was also just a temporary name, which I forgot to state in the first episode, and, you know, my apologies, but, you know, we're all good, you know, we're all good, you're not getting redirected, you know, you're still coming here, still getting my uh, my cast, you know, if you care, give a shit about it, you know, that'd be nice, uh, you know. If you want to help out, by the way, forgot to say, if you guys want to help out, you know, share the podcast around a couple, uh, couple things that have, there are a couple updates on the cast actually is that recent, well, not recently, ever since I started the cast, I was trying to get it on iTunes and all that. And you got to wait a couple, maybe a day or two before they, you know, accept your RSS feed and put it to the iTunes store. And then you got another way to wait another day for it to even be on the store. And then you got to wait another day for it to show up in searches when you search it. So a couple problems that have been happening. All right. Uh, originally, uh, I had been registered on one site for this podcast that I had put down. Now, when I originally got that site, I found the RSS link and I linked it to iTunes. They sent it back, they accepted it, they put it on iTunes, but that was the not so everyday cast. Now, along with that, the website I was using for storage for that podcast wasn't necessarily enough. I'm going to say it would hold about, I don't know, maybe 10 episodes at the most. That's as many episodes as it would get at a time. And I honestly don't want that. I want a little bit more storage. I want a little bit more space, a little bit more breathing room. You know, I can't feel that claustrophobic. Feels too nasty, man. I get sweaty. You know, I start to, you know, feel stuff. I can't, I need to, I need to, you know, stretch my arms out a little bit, man. Have some free space, some time, man. Some time, some time. Because this thing's run over a fucking hour. Two hours, maybe, if I'm talking for a long time. You know, it happens. But I now I moved to another site where uh, I can't actually, I haven't found out and I haven't, you know, if you could help me with this, please, but I haven't been able to find out how exactly I'm going to change my RSS feed from one site to the next on iTunes. So I had to request to have the first one taken down off of iTunes. Got to wait for that to get taken down because I accidentally, well, I didn't accidentally, but I sent a new RSS feed under my same account to iTunes and it got denied because the other one's still up. So... My dumbass has to fix everything. Um, and I'm in the process of it. Right now, you can only get this stuff at Podcast Machine and a Podomatic if I decide to upload more to Podomatic. But mostly it's going to be a Podcast Machine, and that's where I'm monitoring subs- you know, subscribers and downloads and everything like that. Anyways, to everybody who did subscribe, you know, thanks. You know, Share the podcast, social networking, all that crap. I know as me, I don't like to share podcasts and YouTube videos and things like that strictly because I don't know a lot of people who are going to give a shit enough to actually look at it. But if you are one of those saints, those golden people that share things to social networks, to people that give a shit, hey, fucking, you know, hey, I appreciate it. I appreciate it, man. You know, handshakes, hugs, no, you know, touch your face. But you know, that's about it. Anyways, 
yeah, you know, that's that's it. So as soon as I can get everything fixed up the way I want it to, uh, I'm trying to actually switch completely over to SoundCloud where all my podcasts will be after all of this. But for some reason, my account on SoundCloud isn't getting accepted to the podcast beta because apparently it's an invalid URL, even though I already verified it with my email address. So there's a lot of problems. You know, the universe doesn't want me to have a podcast for some reason, but I'm fucking trying. I'm fucking trying. You know, you guys just keep subscribing, you know, keep subscribing, you know, or downloading or whatever the fuck, you know, just listen to it. Shit. If you just do that, then, you know, hey, you know, thank you. Thank you very much. I don't know how much you can say thank you, but, uh, you know, it's good. You know, it's cool. Just keep subscribing, man. Help me out. Just, you know, help me out. Help a brother out. I got a couple things, just a couple things to hit on. I don't know if it's going to be a full episode. Maybe just be 30 minutes. I said that yesterday, or I said that last time, but you know, it could be pretty long. It depends on how much of a tangent I go on. There's a couple things that I want to touch on. First of all, I should probably explain. A lot of this has to do with, uh, to be politically correct, African-American people in the, um, uh, like movie review, TV and film review, interviewing, things like that, you know, YouTube and stuff like that, podcasting business or, you know, life in general. To preference this before everybody goes ape shit about what I'm about to say, I'm black. I am a black guy. Okay. You're not going to, you probably couldn't tell, you know, but I'm a black guy. Uh, and that's just, you know, that's just who I am right now. So, you know, fucking hope I don't lose any subscribers over that. But, you know, fucking hey, I'm black. So now to go on a rant about being black. So and this isn't like, oh, being black sucks or anything. This is just how I feel as kind of a young, new person into this kind of world of movie and TV and film and video game and stuff like that. Reviewing and, you know, this world. There's fucking none of us. There's no, there's none. There's none whatsoever. There's, as far as I've seen, there are two notable ones that I've been able to find. And, uh, that's Satchbag, uh, Normal Boots and YouTube. And it's, uh, Black Nerd Rants. I mean, everybody knows that guy, but you know, uh, that, those are the two, those are the two. Oh, and Wooly from, uh, Two Best Friends Play. But, um, that's about it. That is, that is, that's as much as I can see and find and i've been looking but uh yeah it's it's not a very it's not an uh a very uh what is it robust it's not a very uh filled well you know we got a lot of water in there um and it's kind of shitty uh it's actually really shitty um and being me looking for someone to kind of look up to because i mean i look up to a lot of people who aren't fucking black i mean shit come on you know john Campia, the schmoes uh shit you know alicia malone and fucking uh mod garrett and a bunch of other people, fucking, you know, everyone, uh, Chris Stuckman, John Flickinger, fucking everybody, Jeremy Johns, everyone, everyone, fucking everybody, everyone, uh, you know, I look up to them because, you know, they're really good at what they do, you know, they're really good people, and, uh, I mean, holy shit, uh, I'm not saying I need black people in the business, I'm not, I'm not one of those people who are like, oh, yeah, man, fucking black people being, you know, put down and oppressed, and I mean, like, that's a whole nother topic, but this is different. This is just me saying there aren't any of us in the business to see, to see that, hey, you know, I mean, I understand in, in the general scheme of things, in all honesty, I don't want to think that black people don't need to see black people or races of people don't need to see races of people in certain things to believe that they can be in that same position. But it'd be fucking nice. 
I mean, I question it. This is just something I've been questioning. You know, I'm not saying that there's a prejudice in the business. Fuck that. I know there's not. Um, all I'm saying is that where are where are they? Like, if there are some, email me, tweet me, Instagram. I don't care. Find me and tell me. Because one, I want to meet these people. Two, I just want to see them. They're nice to see. Another thing that I'm just, I, it, 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 I want to make sure doesn't happen is the fact that that person becomes known strictly because they're black. It's, it's just, it's, it's something that bugs me. I don't want you being black to have anything to do with your amount of popularity based on what you do, you know? Like, if you're black and you're reviewing movies, I don't want your gimmick to be because you're black. That bugs the shit out of me. Like, as a black male, that bugs me. You, It doesn't need to be put out there. I just want to see you as a black man doing, I mean, black man, black woman, doing whatever the fuck, you know? Just like everybody else. And this isn't like a, like a, you know, fucking like a black power statement or whatever the fuck. I'm not that type of person. It's just, you know, it's just curiosity. Like, where the fuck is everyone? Like, is this not an interesting business to be in for the, uh, what do they call it? The urban market? You know, is it, you know, I mean, fuck. It just makes me wonder because I have never met one. I don't know a lot of film fans that go into film as much as I do besides maybe like my brothers and a couple other people. No, just my brothers. That's about it. And people that I see on fucking YouTube. Other than that, uh, I don't know anyone. So I can't say I don't know any black people who have that, but I don't know any normal people who also have that, who are also this way, but that's just based on where I live. Still, I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to find some, you know, just, just so I can know that they're there. And all this is basically just me saying like, uh, you know, if you guys know any, tell me so I can, you know, see, cause I'm just wondering where they're at. That's all. That's all. You know, I just want to know that it's like, not just me in this barren wasteland of other races that I'm not a part of, you know, I don't know. It's weird. It's hard to explain without making it seem like, oh, there's, you know, uh, what's the fucking thing? Like there's, I don't know. How to explain it. It's just, I just want to know they're out there. That's, that's basically it. I remember there was this, uh, I was watching this, uh, there was an episode of, uh, AMC movie talk where they were talking about there where they mentioned why there are no black people on the team. And, uh, John Campia, if I remember correctly, he just said that there weren't enough in the field that had this experience they wanted. And then that just makes me think, okay, if there are limited amount of people or black people that are interested in this much in movies in this general area, like, you know, news journalism or movie journalism and TV and film and all that stuff, then the number of them who are going to have experience is probably going to be even less than that. So, holy shit, how are we going to, like, how's anybody going to do this? I mean, me, as I mean, as far as experience goes, I'm, I just write. I'm just a writer. That's it. I just write stuff. I've never had anything published or directed anything never never green greenlit i'm i i am in in the most general in the most honest sense of the word i am unexperienced 
you know, so if you're taking my advice on fucking anything, hey, you know, do it. But it's not from an quote unquote experienced person who has gone to school and blah, 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 you know, but, you know, if if that's the case, then, you know, like fucking get out there. I don't I don't know. I can't I can't change this. I can't do anything about this at this point, because one, there's not a big enough fear base Two, I mean, you know, fucking who cares? I don't know this isn't this isn't like political or anything it's just something i'm curious about and i've been wondering what's up you know just wondering that's all just wondering considering the small amount of people who actually listen to this podcast i can guarantee that probably none of you are going to give a shit about this probably you know if you do fucking shit you know that's awesome but uh if you don't hell i understand shit i mean it's kind of a niche topic a very niche topic like damn anyways uh yeah the what was i thinking of yeah and another thing that i was thinking about you know just being myself was the fact that you guys realize that like when are they gonna stop making the remake of the movies like old movies with the role reversal of everyone being black who was white and everyone being white who was black like is that going to change? Is that going to like not happen anymore? You see that new Annie trailer, right? Like it, it was Covangeli Wallace and, uh, Jamie Foxx, right? So they have those two roles changed, right? And Cameron Diaz is still white, right? But you got a, you got, you got little Covangeli Wallace and you got the black mayor and the guy president. I don't know what he is. And, uh, and I was just wondering, what if Jamie Foxx, what if the guy who Jamie Foxx playing was just a white guy? Like, I'm pretty sure that would go pretty fucking terribly, wouldn't it? Not like in real, like in, like people would take that, somehow they would take it as that the black young girl needs the white man to get her a better life. That's what it would, that's what would happen. And then <laughs> you get the immediate backlash of that. And I find that fucking hilarious. Like we just can't have... This person got this person out of trouble. It's got to be this white guy got this black girl out of this area. And that's the problem. That's a problem. Like, because everyone's going to take it as, oh, the media saying or the movie saying that white people need or black people need white people to get them out of whatever, out of poverty and shit like that. And it's like, fuck, you know, you remember, you remember guess guess who i think that's the name of the movie with uh ashton kutcher and bernie mac right and you know how that's just a, a fucking remake and a rehash of guess who's coming to dinner with sydney was it sydney poitier i think it was sydney poitier and and then you you're just you're just you're i'm looking at this movie and i'm like guess who's coming to dinner had a point because at the time black people weren't liked and that's obvious black people weren't liked on a major scale and Sidney Poitier came in and they had him in a movie where that was just established and they made it a point. Guess who's coming to dinner? Yeah, it's a black guy with a white woman and the white family's not going to like the black guy. That's just obvious. It's 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 good for the times because it made sense then. Now we look at it and say, oh, that was fucked up. We know it was wrong. But that was the point. We have this movie with like Ashton Kutcher who goes to a black family where it's like, we don't like him because he's a white guy. Why are you dating a white guy? What's wrong with you for dating a white person? And I don't get it. I just, what, 
what the f- it's 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 like tyler perry syndrome it's it's it you make as a black person you make black people look worse it's pretty ironic because if i'm doing that to black people then shit you know screw me right but this is just what i this is just what i feel it's in my gut it's in my heart you know it's it's fucking it's coming out of my mouth you know and this is this is just how it is and it doesn't make any sense to me well it does but it's fucking bullshit it's such fucking bullshit i just i wish i wish it didn't exist i mean everybody we fucking everybody wishes shit didn't exist you know but this like this in particular you know you i mean it was all right as a comedy for the black parents and family or black father to not like the white guy because he was white and like and you can't like dance around that like in the beginning you have the scene with fucking mike epps and the cab driver and he's like oh you must be the boyfriend because you're black and i like you and then i see that you're dating a white guy and i'm like oh this isn't good and, you know eventually you know they're all good at the end but still it's like what the fuck what the fuck it's just i i don't know it you remember there was a death at the funeral too death at the funeral it wasn't it like a british comedy i think it was and then it that film wasn't as bad i don't feel like that i feel like i have this loose version for why this film wasn't bad where it was as they had it was a black family movie now it was just brought to america it wasn't originally a white film that was made in america that was with white people and then it was just transferred to black people because that's what was hip or that's what they were doing at the time that's just how shit ended up i think chris rock got his hands on it and then fucking just cast a bunch of black people and that's just what happens i'm sure there were white people in the film but you know fucking a but still <clears throat> uh yeah that that i mean at least there's some difference there there's not like a oh we need to make everyone in this movie black because they used to be white people in america but now it's hip you know because tyler perry's movies make money so fucking whatever i don't know I could be wrong about the death funeral thing. Maybe it's just as fucking bad. But I'd like to see it as maybe that movie wasn't as bad. I mean, it wasn't a good film, but, you know, it wasn't as bad on the reasons that I'm blaming the other two films for being shit. Anyway, Annie, Annie could be good. I mean, I don't expect it to be fucking good, but, you know, it could be good. But regardless, I still don't like it for those standards or those reasons. Whatever, you know? I mean, what? Is my ticket going to fucking dump the movie? No. That movie's going to make money. Movies are shit. Eh, who gives a shit? I don't. Whatever. You know, goddamn. What was that? Uh, there was a couple of movies that I recently rewatched. I would. I want to. Oh, so. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to have a. I'm. I'm having an internal conflict right now on whether or not to discuss. <laughs> Revenge of the Sith, or Amazing Spider-Man Two. Now, understand that I hate. Revenge of the Sith more than I hate Amazing Spider-Man 2, but I fucking hate Amazing Spider-Man 2. I really hate that movie. I'm thinking of discussing Amazing Spider-Man 2 because it's more relevant right now and more people have probably seen... No, no. It's just more relevant. That's just more relevant and it's with the times, kind of. As far as, you know, I could, I guess I could push Episode 3 over to a Star Wars just based podcast episode because I could talk i mean everybody i mean shit everybody could talk for hours on the prequels so so i hope i'm not the only one i know i'm not the only one but i hope i'm not the only one hearing this right now that fucking 
hated Amazing Spider-Man 2. I really hope so. Like, I really, really hope so. I, I don't know how else to, like, hope. I mean, I, I... Everyone else... Nobody... I don't know why, but nobody doesn't like it as much as I do. At least people that I've talked to about it. I got Spider-Man fans, like, who are friends that vouch for that movie because it's a Spider-Man movie and I just tell them everything that's wrong with the movie and they just insist that it's not as bad as I'm saying it is. And you know what? You're entitled to your own opinion, but not when it's wrong. So fucking shit. Nah, I'm kidding, you know. They're, you know, they have their own opinion, that's fine. I just don't fucking agree with them. I just don't. There's, there are a lot of fucking things like, <sighs> the villains in that movie are the most loosely motivated cartoon bullshit villains i've seen in a movie for a long time a very 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 long time fuck like jeez so you have jamie fox's electro and there's gonna be spoilers here okay i'm not even gonna hold back there's gonna be fucking spoilers okay i might put it in the description i'll put it in the description how about that there's gonna be spoilers, okay? So, you have Jamie Foxx's character, who is an electrician-type guy at, uh, uh, why am I forgetting the name of the, uh, corporation? Uh, Oscorp. Technician to Oscorp, of course. And, uh, you know, he's, he's Edward Nigma from Batman, uh, and Batman, uh, Forever? I think that's the movie he's in? It's not Batman and Robin, I think it's Batman Forever. Yeah, Batman Forever. He's Jim Carrey's character from Batman Forever. That's who he is. That's his character. There's no more depth than that. That is it. There's no backstory, no reasoning, nothing. He's obsessed with Spider-Man because fuck all, why not? He's got the big gap tooth and he talks to himself and he's got no friends because, you know, of course. And uh, he's got the obviously convenient job of uh, constructing and designing the uh, power plant type bullshit that's at the end of the movie that he just happens to become Electro and uh, he knows every inch of that fucking thing. There's a lot of convenience in his story. His reason for not liking Spider-Man, like literally his reason for trying and to kill and hate Spider-Man is because a sniper or a guy with an assault rifle or whatever in the police or SWAT team, fuck all, shoots him doesn't shoot him but he shoots at him after spider-man clearly said nobody shoot my friend max and his name's max nobody shoot my friend max some guy shoots him through the for whatever reason visible uh electricity which doesn't make any sense i mean i understand it's a comic movie how else are you gonna say that there's electricity but fucking i don't know it just doesn't it there's there's a lot of stuff that fucking okay whatever not i'm not going on the electricity i'm not going to do it so you have him after that guy shoots at him he blames it on spider-man for whatever reason like really he shoots once he shoots the guy shoots at electro once and he hates spider-man for the rest of the movie that's why and he was he was scared a max okay electro was scared Right? He was confused and know what was going on, right? He just knew that he needed power, okay? That's what he needed. He needed energy. And he was like, yeah. Spider-Man was like, yeah, we can go somewhere else, man, away from all these people. 
And he meant that shit. He didn't want any problems. And he says out loud, hey, don't shoot him. And he gets shot. And for some reason, all of a sudden, Electro's like, oh, you did that. And he, and that's it. That's, that's the, that's, now he's a villain. Now he's a villain. What the fuck? Are you serious? Why? That, you, you couldn't, you couldn't write like the most simple of like spider-man did something like spider-man was like yeah we need this guy to be in containment or some shit and then max finds out and then he hates spider-man because he tried to trick him that's sloppy but it's not as sloppy as the fucking gunshot and then hating spider-man for an entire movie really and then the dialogue for that goddamn character was so cartoony i really it, it's his birthday on the day that all that happens to him and he becomes electro and he literally says it's my birthday now it's time to light my candles and then he does the electric thing to Times square why 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 i mean see, okay this the tone of this movie i didn't understand for for whatever reason it would shift from this is a comic book to it's a serious movie and it just back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and back and forth Non-stop. Okay, whenever you're Spider-Man, you're for some reason you're you're just a comic book. And Spider-Man does really outrageous things like wets Electro with a giant water hose with a fireman's cap on and fucking like that was funny, but the tone of the rest of the movie doesn't make it doesn't doesn't sync up with that. So it just irritated me. Like it was nice, but then I look back on the rest of the movie, like the rest of the movie didn't match that tone, and it just confused me. Like I thought the rest of the movie was gonna be that way. But I couldn't because prior to that, the movie was a completely different way. Uh, the opening scene for... No, okay. Let's just keep on the characters and I'll explain everything else later. So, then you have... Then you have the the most unnecessary character that is obviously in there just to bait... Just so you can have some sort... You can have a leg up on the next movie, which is the Sinister Six movie, if nobody knew. And the Sinister Six can... can you know, uh, I'm pretty sure it's... Uh, put together the people in the Sinister Six in, in the movie I'm pretty sure are going to be Chameleon uh, uh, Vulture Rhino Green Goblin and uh, uh, what's his name shit what's his name he's like a hunter I don't remember his name the hunter guy I can't fuck I can't remember his name I'm not going to I don't like IMD, IMD being things, especially when I'm trying to think of them. Anyways, when I if I figure it out, I'll tell you. But those are the guys, right? In this movie, if everybody's seen the trailer who gives a shit about this movie, you've seen Rhino. Rhino is in a good amount of four minutes of this movie. No, okay. The character of Rhino himself, the guy, is in this movie for at least four minutes. Maybe a little more. Maybe a minute more than that. The actual suit of the Rhino is in this movie for two is in this movie for two minutes the actual suit and he has no reason to be in this movie other than this movie needed to start off with a chase scene and this movie needed to end with a chase scene and or a fight so the movie wouldn't be sad at the end because the movie could have been quite a a bit better just a bit better if the movie ended 10 minutes before it did yeah yeah they fucked up like they really fucked up so 
So, regardless of the fact that the of Rhino being a nothing fucking character and having Paul Giamatti, who's a fucking great actor, just be this cartoony, Russian, like, can't even speak properly, spidey, whatever the fuck, in the movie... One, it was a waste of talent. I mean, if you're calling him back for the next movie, I, I don't even care because the character just seems like a fucking idiot and a stupid cartoon character. And I get he's... A, I mean, if you come up with the argument, like, it's a comic book movie. It's supposed to be... No. It's it's not. Okay? Because comic books are comic books and movies are movies and you translate a comic book to a movie and you have to change elements, man. You can't keep that stupid fucking character. Even so, Rhino wasn't that fucking dumb. Rhino wasn't that bad. This, this, this thing was, I don't even know. It was just sad. There's no, okay, there's no Paul Giamatti character. Like, Rhino didn't have to be in the movie. The point is, there's no character to Rhino. There's no point in him being in the movie, other than what I explained. So he's there, and that's just it. That's, he's on the front of the movie cover and the poster and everything, but he's not, he doesn't, he's, no one gives it, he doesn't matter. He doesn't matter to the plot. Like, really, he doesn't. There's no reason for him to be in the film. Eh, so, you know, let's just wash him to the whatever. Let's push him in the trash can. That's it. Okay. Rhino's out of the movie. But then you have the Green Goblin. Or Harry Osborn, which he is for the most of the movie until the last 30 minutes. Which is ridiculous. One, if you're going to have Harry Osborn in the movie, introduce him in the first one. So we don't feel like you just forced a villain and a plot device into the movie. Please fucking please see the sam raimi movies weren't perfect but they did that right they understood that you probably should establish a couple of things probably a movie prior disregarding spider-man 3 okay even even the hobgoblin james franco as the hobgoblin happening was being hyped up a movie prior all of spider-man 2 was just that just harry osborne not being a villain but hating spider-man and you understood why he hated him. And then in the third movie, that's when shit goes down. Yes, Venom was dropped in. Not, okay, if I can say this, Venom was not as badly dropped into this movie as the Green Goblin was in The Amazing Spider-Man 2. I can actually say that Spider-Man 3, regardless of the stupid tap dancing crap scene, was better than Amazing Spider-Man 2. I can say that. I can. Yeah, I can. Sandman was the villain that was being established in the movie alone, just like the fucking lizard was established in the first main Spider-Man. You can establish one villain in a single movie. Yes, that's fair game. But at least he's got some reasoning. I mean, shit. You'd at least heard about him in the movies prior. I don't even think they mentioned Harry Osborn in the first movie once. Yeah, that didn't happen. Like, you knew who Flint Marco was. Holy shit, I remember his name. Yeah, you, you know who Flint Marco was. You know that guy. He's the guy who apparently killed Ben, or Uncle Ben. You knew him. You fucking knew him. And you gave a shit if Spider-Man caught him. You cared. He wasn't really a bad guy after all, but, you know, you gave a shit. And he was the fuel behind Spider-Man's anger, which was, you know, the Venom suit. I mean, think about it. If, he, if, if the Sandman wasn't in the movie, and you just had the Venom suit, uh... Uh, Peter Parker wouldn't necessarily have that much of a fuel to be so angry and realize why the suit was so bad. Yeah, you could say that James... Uh, no, I keep wanting to say James Franco. You could say that uh, Harry Osborn was 
I don't know, fucked up Mary Jane and then he got pissed. But this is kind of a thing that runs deep. He killed Uncle Ben. That was his father, basically. And then you find him and fuck, you want to kill him. I mean, at least with James Franco's character. God damn it. At least with Harry Osborne, you know, you, there's there's friendship there. You don't want to kill him. With this guy, it's all just you want him dead. And that's what happens. He doesn't kill him, but you know, that's what happens. He thinks he kills him and they're, God, oh, that's, the, that's the anger, you know. That's what happens. It was a nice little plot device thing. It was a nice little thing to do. It wasn't a perfect movie by any means. It wasn't a good movie by any means. It was just better than this piece of shit. So back to the main Spider-Man 2. You got Harry Osborn, who just fucking shows up from a trip from uh, from uh, out of the screenplay land. No, a trip from not in this movie land. So he he shows up to Oscorp, and his dad's dying of uh, fake Landistan disease. And um, yeah, he's dying of some disease that apparently runs in the family. And uh, it's really ridiculous. I'll, no, I'm, I'm, I'll explain it in a bit, but still. So he's dying of this fake disease that apparently exists for some reason. And uh, yeah, he dies. He fucking he just dies. I don't know why you get an actor like you did for Harry, for Norman Osborn. I don't. Uh, what was his name? He's in August Osage County. I can't remember his fucking name. Anyways. He's a good actor. He's a really good actor. And uh, I don't know why you get him for that part. It's like the whole thing with Paul Giamatti. It's like, why do you get that actor for the part that's so small? And why do you put him in the damn movie? Like, what's the... What are you doing? Why? Why? Any fucking... Anyways, okay. So he's dying of fake disease and he bites it. But then he tell Before that, he tells... Uh... 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 Dang it. Harry Osborne. He tells Harry that he also has the disease and he's dying. And he's like, "Oh, have you felt the trembling hands yet?" Blah 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 blah. And he's got like these witch fingers, you know, with his nails all long and stuff. And Harry looks at him and he's like, "Oh my God, I'm gonna become that." And he's like, "Yeah, I'm dying because of it. So you're gonna die too." So the immediate reaction is, well, not immediately, but uh, Peter Parker finds out on the news that Norman Osborne died, and he's like, "Oh, my old friend Harry Osborne, man." Damn, I should go visit him because we used to be such great friends. Weren't we? Don't you remember? Don't you? Don't you? So, so he goes to see Harry and he's like, hey man, weren't we such great friends before? And he's like, no. And then a couple seconds later, he's like, yeah, we were. Not, not, he doesn't, you know, say that, but that's basically the gist of it. So they go out and they talk and they hang out twice. In the movie, they hang out twice. Like, hang out, hang out as, like, friends. The third time they hang out, it's because Harry's dying. And Peter Parker took a picture of Spider-Man. Meaning that, in Harry Osborn's mind, Spider-Man and Peter Parker have some sort of a friendship. That's, that's the, it's ridiculous because they even say this in the movie how dumb this is. Peter Parker says, I just took his picture, man. How do I know him? And he's like, you know him. And then he's like, oh, I guess I know him. And that's just it. That's literally just it. And and for, and Spider-Man, and Harry Osborn has this notion that Spider-Man's blood will just cure him. That's just, that's just the thought. That is just how it's, that's, that's just the thing. I don't, mm, so, so, Peter Parker has to go off on this thing where he's got to go with Spider-Man to go see Harry. 
And he's like, I can't give you the blood. And he's like, why not? And he's like, because it'll probably hurt you or no, it'll probably kill you. And he's like, I'm already dying. And then my immediate thought to this stupid fucking dialogue is Norman Osborn died at a very, very, very old age. Not very, very, very old age, but he died pretty far into his damn life, didn't he? He wasn't a young man like Harry, who apparently I'm sure has just gotten out of college. He's got time to figure things out. But because Spider-Man won't give him the serum right now, he's going to die now? That doesn't... Why? This is never talked about. It's not. I mean, if Spider-Man at least said, like, your father died pretty old, you've got some time, but then Nor but then Harry was still kind of getting pissed off. Fine. At least they said it, but they didn't even say it. It was obvious. And I don't get it. Was Harry just dying faster for some reason? Because reasons? Because the script said so? Damn. Damn. And then, oh, okay. Uh, all right, so, all right, so then Spider-Man, fucking, he pieces out, and Harry, Harry Osborn's actual lines are, you're a fraud, Spider-Man, and then he tosses a table. I don't understand. Why the fuck did they write this damn dialogue so stupid? Like, it's a movie, right? And I get it's a fictional world and it's a comic book movie, but shit. There are really good comic movies with really good damn dialogue. And this is just, this is just actively, openly bad dialogue. You know, Robert, Roberto Orsi and the other guy, I fucking don't remember. Oh, I forgot to establish that Roberto Orsi and the other dude pulled in the, uh, the super blood. Like they did in Star Trek Into Darkness, because they wrote Star Trek Into Darkness. And you know, if you've seen that fucking movie, there's magic blood. So in this movie, instead of Khan's magic blood, it's fucking uh, Peter Parker's or the Parker, Peter Parker's dad and his, and Peter Parker's blood is magical, apparently. And the only reason that Spider-Man even happened is because Peter has the blood of his dad and it works on him. That's why he became Spider-Man. Like if it happened to anybody else who didn't have the bloodline, Spider-Man wouldn't have happened. He probably would have died. So... To completely roll over the stupid, crazy coincidence that is Peter Parker going into that same exact spider laboratory in the giant scientific lab building of Oscorp at any time in his life and having to be bit by one of the spiders that his dad had just happened to be bit by in the station that apparently I'm pretty sure was shut down for years because his dad wasn't working on it anymore. I'm going to roll over that. I'm just going to roll over that. Yeah. Not mad about that at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So fuck. So where am I? Yeah. So Norman o or Harry Osborn's pissed at Spider-Man and uh, he sees somehow while his dad, when, when Norman Osborn dies, he gives him this little cube thing and he says, these are like all my secrets or fucking some shit. And he gives him Oscorp. So now he's running Oscorp. And he gives him the little USB, not USB, but it's a little thing that I, you have no idea what it is, how to open it, how to activate it. And he's at his desk in Oscorp, the head main guy desk, the boss's desk. That's where he works now. And Harry is scratching at a thing on his neck, like with the thing in his hand. 
like i don't fucking like the hand that he scratches the thing with he's also holding this this memory thing with all the secrets of oscorp in it and he's scratching his neck trying to figure out what the fuck's on there because he's dying of some weird disease and shit and he drops it on the table and it opens up all these files because fucking plot because reasons because convenience and then yeah and then that's uh and then he finds out shit and he sees all these files and blah 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 blah, blah. and that's uh, this is this is the reason he calls peter over to get the blood in the first place but whatever so anyways after the whole spider-man thing happens and harry's mad at spider-man he's looking through the files and he pulls up he pulls up electro in captivity because after spider-man sprayed him with water and you know they were at times square they take him into captivity and they start doing experiments on him he just happens to open up the file to the prior scene like it was a recording of the scene that just happened of electro talking to a doctor that was experimenting on him he just happens to open up to that monologue of him saying specifically imagine a world without spider-man without power and it's funny because it was a different speech that he gave in the actual scene it's fucking ridiculous so that's what he just happens to open on prior or not prior in in follow-up to his scene with spider-man and him now hating spider-man so now he sees electro and he's like oh i'm gonna go and break this guy out somehow because i i'm superman i don't fucking know like i'm a normal dude he's a normal dude why the hell can he this is what he does he goes to the asylum or the sick or whatever the fuck it is i don't know arkham asylum i know it's not arkham but you know whatever he goes to arkham asylum and he breaks in he he tases two security guards or a security guard or two and he gets in just like that he just gets in because a normal dude could just do that and then he goes to electro who i thought was on surveillance but apparently isn't for a certain amount of time i don't know and he's talking to him about stuff and he's like i want to kill spider-man and he's like why should i help you and then harry's like because i need you blah 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 and then max is like oh somebody needs me now so then he's like oh i need dematerialized like fucking dr manhattan and for some reason he just keeps wearing shorts but i'm not even gonna play into that because it's a pg-13 movie so of course he's gonna wear clothes so so then he you know he gets harry out of there he kills him and he's like what are we gonna do and he's like let's catch a spider spy like that's what Electra says like let's go catch a spider motherfucker this dialogue whatever so so then uh harry goes back to oscorp uh for whatever reason oh yeah forgot harry got kicked out of oscorp because he was a little shit and they kicked him out of oscorp he doesn't run it anymore so then they go back to oscorp after breaking out electro and he's like sup i'm with electro and electro fucking fries this dude who's now the ceo but then he fries him and then harry's back in power right Ugh. So then after all that stupid bullshit, Harry tries to look for a serum uh, that can cure, uh, you know, him or at least save him for a little bit. So, oh, yeah, they don't fry the CEO. They don't fry him. They do not fry him. The CEO takes Harry to where they, he says the cure is, which is under the building, I guess, under Oscorp. And it and it has all the Sinister Six things. It's got the rhino suit and the Vulcan wing or the Vulcan, the vulture wings and whatever the fuck right they got oh they have dr ox uh claws you know those octopus things it's stupid it's just a stupid easter egg scene whatever who cares so <clears throat> after 
he gives him the serum. Okay. After he gives him the serum into the arm that is holding the gun at him in the first place. Like the CEO has a gun held to him and he shoots the shoots the serum. <laughs> He shoots the serum into the arm that is the gun point that he that has the gun pointed at him, which is ridiculous because I mean like what if he just fucking pulls the trigger because it hurt him or something like he flinches boom fucking dead, I don't know it's ridiculous it's a dumb little thing but whatever. So he gets the serum shot into him and I don't know where he starts doing this dumb back contortion thing with his back and he's like ah I'm I'm turning into something else blah. So yeah so then you see him kind of like squirming on the floor and then he crawls to the suit and puts it on and it heals him i don't know that is a dumb scene of all the stupid shit in this movie it's really dumb so this is weird because i'm skipping over a lot of plot points that i don't need to bring up but i'm gonna have to anyways let's pause on the whole harry osborne being a shit character and electro being a shit character and just Let's just skim over something real fast. In the last movie, I mean, Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man was with Gwen Stacy, and now he's with her again, even though the dad said not to. So throughout the movie, you see fucking uh, the guy who played... Fuck, I can't remember his name. The guy who played him, uh, Captain Stacy. And he's just like a ghost, and he's just looking at Peter all the time whenever he's with Gwen. And throughout the movie, him and Gwen are off and on and off and on again. And, you know, that's what really matters. That's it. That's that's all I need to say. I don't need to talk about how she's supposed to be going to a different school in the UK. Uh, I don't need to talk about anything because none of it matters. I mean, I'm not saying the romance plot was dumb. Like, it wasn't bad, but it doesn't matter. So, whatever. All you need to know is that they were off and on for the whole entire movie. And at one point, uh, Peter mentions to Harry that he's dating Gwen. And just remember that. He, he mentions to him once that he was dating Gwen. Or they're off and on or whatever. Anyways, back to... So, so Electro, while Harry is getting the suit on and whatever, is uh, he's at the... Uh, he's going through city... Or the city kind of causing problems. You know, whatever. So then he, he finds Spider-Man and he's like, Oh, you know, fine, blah, I'm an evil guy. And he goes to the power plant that he just happened to have constructed. Not constructed, but, you know, designed. He just happens to go to it because now he's made of electricity. How convenient. So, um, I would say how convenient because it would probably have been a little smarter to make the Electro character not have to do anything with electricity. Like, have it be a little more random so there wasn't so much fucking convenience. Like, if every villain from Oscorp didn't just fucking come from Oscorp, it doesn't have to happen that way. Shit. Okay. So, anyways, you have... Electro go to this power plant and he's fucking with Spider-Man and there's a bunch of rods that, you know, harness electricity. So Electro goes through each rod and starts playing the, he starts playing the itsy bitsy spider with the little things. Because every time he hits, he goes through one of the poles, it makes a noise. So he starts playing the itsy bitsy fucking spider. I think that's what he's, yeah, I'm pretty sure. So he plays a spider song, a spider bass song. I can't remember the fucking thing. Anyways. So yeah, that's happening. Not to make it any more cartoony or anything. So then Gwen shows up, and after they're you know fighting, you know destruction porn, whatever, and she uh, hits Electro with the car, if I'm correct. Yeah, she hits Electro with the car, and he's gone for a second. I don't know why he's just gone for a second. 
So then Gwen, working at Oscorp as well, knows the layout of the fucking power plant thing for some reason. Don't know why. She just does. So, well, because she works at Oscorp and convenient. So she goes to the power thing where they control the power that's going through the whatever. So then Spider-Man, to kill Electro, just wraps, he shoots his rubberized webs at the uh at two of the power cable things and he puts them together and ties them and he's holding them and electro shooting them with electricity and he's like for some reason spider-man from like a, quite a big distance can yell at gwen through glass that i'm pretty sure is hard to hear through saying do it now gwen after you know an, an extreme amount of noise is coming regardless of what he's yelling but she hears him and she turns the power on and the power shoots out towards electro and it over it oh it charges him so much he explodes there's a battery like i don't need to say this i didn't need to but there was a battery like like a the battery meter in your phone there's a battery meter on his on his head and it and it just says you know how charged he is and it says overcharged or whatever and he just he just evaporates or explodes or whatever he gets overcharged they charge him too much like a laptop that you leave out charging all night that fucks up the battery that's what happens. That's how I kill Electro. They overcharged him. Like, I'm wondering if they didn't have the charge meter, like, what, what limit, like, how did they, I'm not, okay, to talk about the battery charge thing technology, one, are they, what are they gauging his power on? Like, does he have a maximum power he can hit or does the battery meter on his head limit the amount of power that he can actually take in? It's never explained. They just put it on his fucking head. That's it. But I don't get it. Like, how does the battery meter work? When does it say, oh, you're overcharged? Like, is there like batteries in phones have a capacity of electricity or whatever, power or whatever that they can take in? That's that's how you gauge how strong of a battery it is, right? If I'm correct. And I'm speaking out of my ass here. That's just what I can, can, you know, that's what I can take from just learning or hearing about shit from batteries, right? Or having a battery. So if I'm correct, they gauged electro as a battery and they said he can only take in this much energy or he'll die or something i don't know they never explained it honestly if they just said that it would honestly have made a little bit more sense it would have made a lot more sense actually if they would have just said you can your body can only exert if they even made the statement the simple statement if that stupid ridiculous fucking doctor or scientist that was in the arkham asylum testing on electro just said this one line your body can only take so much don't act like you're so powerful something like that that's a simple line right let's uh, take like a second and i could see where it would fit in i could see exactly in the conversation where he could have said it but no no never explained but that's the reason he dies is because he's overcharged i don't know how it gauged that i don't know i i don't know that's why that's then electrodize electrodize and that's it so did you guys forget about harry osborne because the movie did so then after electro dies and you know spider-man's walking towards gwen walking towards her for some reason not swinging towards her really fast because wouldn't he want to see gwen really quickly because he's worried about her and that was dangerous i don't know just a theory but really though that was fucking stupid so He's walking to Gwen, and then the fucking Green Goblin with his weird overacting-ish laugh. Like, Dane DeHaan, what the fuck, man? I don't know. It was weird. Dane DeHaan, like, you weren't overacting throughout most of the movie. Like, you weren't a bad in that movie. 
when he became the Green Goblin, that laugh came up. I got taken out of the movie because I was like, what the fuck just happened? Anyway, so he comes in. Green Goblin just swoops in because fucking reasons. And he just knows where they're at. I don't know how he knows that, that that's where Spider-Man is. I don't. I really don't. Doesn't establish that he was watching them. Doesn't establish that he had a tracker. Doesn't establish anything. Doesn't say it. He just shows up because the movie says so. Or the screenwriter was like, oh yeah, Green Goblin. We need, we need him in the movie. Shit. So he shows up. And he sees Spider-Man. And then he turns around to Gwen. And he just says, oh, you're Peter Parker. Of course. Because Gwen Stacy's here. Obviously. So then, you know, he takes Gwen. And he takes her up to a clock tower. And he's flying her up, you know over a clock tower like he could have easily like dropped her in the ocean from a extreme height or whatever he drops her into spider-man's arms i don't know why he would do that because spider-man caught her like he didn't huh okay so anyways he drops he does the whole you know he does the the the, the uh the joker thing from the dark knight like you know like let her go oh you shouldn't have said that and he lets her go and she falls you know and spider-man catches her the only thing that I actually, if I could think of one line of dialogue that I liked from this movie, I can say it's this like the smallest line of dialogue. It's like one line, and it's when Peter or Spider-Man asks Gwen Stacy after they fall through the clock tower, and like she lands on him, but like she's okay. But he asks, "Are you okay?" And she goes, "No." Like, that's it. She just says no, and I don't know why, but that just sounded strange to me. Like. She would like it was it was kind of inferring that she, like it actually showed that oh god she's kind of scared like she's not okay she's scared I like that I I that's it like if I can give like I mean, props to this movie for any reason that's why because of that because she said she's not okay that's it okay back to calling this movie shit so so anyways so they start ah. Uh, so for some reason, Harry knows how to operate the glider, how to fight with the blades that he has in the suit and whatever, and can take on Spider-Man. Don't know. Doesn't 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 establish much of anything. Anyways, he's a master fighter now. He's Street Fighter fucking Ryu fucking Hadoukening and shit. Anyway, so they start fighting in the clock tower, right? And uh, Gwen is, you know, being held up by a web because she falls after the Green Goblin breaks through a couple of stuff. And she starts falling and then Spider-Man shoots at her with a web and he catches her. She's hanging on. She's hanging on for dear life. And then shit happens and the cord gets cut and she starts to fall. And then Spider-Man knocks out Green Goblin. And then he shoots out to get her. And a hand comes out of the web because, you know, reaching out metaphor or symbolism, you know, because why the fuck not? So, uh, yeah, so then, you know, here's another spoiler. If you've gotten this far and we're still worried about spoilers. Gwen Stacy dies, uh, and she hits, she basically, she, when he catches her, he snaps, it's like in the comic book, only it's not on a bridge, and it's written like shit. So, so, yeah, so she, she snaps back, and her head hits the pavement, and it should have, it, her head should have exploded. It's a PG-13 movie, I understand why it didn't explode, but literally, the only thing that happens is she gets a fucking nosebleed. And she dies, but you know, whatever. So she dies, she, she hits her on the pavement, and she fucking dies and that's that's it that's what happens that's the movie and then uh spider-man starts to mourn for a little bit 
Yeah, Spider-Man mourns, and it shows him at the grave site uh, over time. Like, you know, the seasons start to change, and it just keeps going and going. The movie should end it right there. I mean, I understand how many Spider-Man movies have ended at a grave site. I understand. But I would have accepted this one as being fine. Like, not a fine movie, but I would have accepted it a little, quite a bit more, actually, if they ended it right there. But no, no. They have the whole spider-man's been missing for a while we need him now and I, I guess there was not really a lot of crime within that amount of time i don't know if it says it in the newspaper but anyways rhino escapes prison or the guy rhino escapes prison because oscorp lets him out <sighs> okay so prior the reason that they let him out is because Harry comes up with this idea. He goes, I'm making a team. Like, he fucking busted Avengers. And he's just like, I need some people because I'm going to make a team. And I'm just thinking, like, why the fuck did you get that idea from? Like, what made you think, oh, I'm going to make a team of bad guys because I'm evil now. Like, you're just evil? Like, you didn't, you didn't just want to kill Spider-Man. You want to be evil now. I don't know. I don't know. If their sole purpose is to kill Spider-Man... Which I feel like it won't be. I really feel like it won't be. Because in the Sinister Six movie, Spider-Man's going to be in the movie. I j like, it was just recently announced that Andrew Garfield said that he'd be he'd probably... I mean, he didn't say he'd be in the movie, but he didn't deny it. Considering the circumstances and the way the acting works and all that stuff, I'm pretty sure he's going to be in the fucking movie. So, if their main reason is to kill Spider-Man, fine. If if in that Sinister Six movie, their main reason isn't to kill Spider-Man, then, then the whole reason for them becoming a team is stupid. Like, it doesn't make sense. Because if Harry Osborn started the team then that should be their reason. Because him wanting to be a supervillain now, I don't get. It doesn't have a lot of backing. Whatever. Rhino gets out of prison by Oscorp because Harry says he's starting a team and he gives the Rhino suit to Rhino. So, the stupid scene where the kid runs out, you know, past the police barricade. I don't know how they set up a... How they set up... They set up these little fences. You know those metal fences that you put... You know, they put a lot of them. They're little, little tiny ones, right? They have a couple of those up to keep the people away. But the people are watching, okay? Just to put this in perspective, they have little tiny fences and people are right behind them, right? And a couple of seconds after you see that, Rhino shoots rockets at Spider-Man. What the fuck are those little fences going to do to protect the people? This movie has a huge problem with having to have people watch everything that's going on with Spider-Man. Like in every scene, except for the huge electric scene with Electro when he dies, people are watching what Spider-Man's doing. Like there's like crowds of people just just behind police. That's it. Seriously, that's it. I don't know. It's fucking stupid. So yeah, so then Spider-Man's, you know, he just he sees a picture of gwen and a video of gwen when she's giving her death speech that so stupidly is foreshadowing how she's gonna die i don't know i don't need to talk about that like at the beginning of the movie just to sum up there's a scene where they're graduating from high school or college i can't remember and they're graduating and uh yeah and she's making a speech about how you know you don't live forever gwen stacy made that speech and you're like oh okay she's gonna die that's it that's all so yeah so then he uh he sees that video and he gets uh he gets motivated again and he goes out and he be spider-man and a little kid comes out and uh he's dressed as spider-man and he's standing and he's looking at the rhino like in front of the rhino because for some reason he gets away from his mom and the cops 
he gets past his mom and the cops in a spider-man suit and he runs out and he just stands in front of rhino and he doesn't get killed he just stands there so then spider-man swings in and rhino doesn't shoot him immediately <laughs> he just kind of waits and watches as spider-man kind of gives him a little pep talk so then spider-man stops monologuing and he's like you want to kill me you want me to come over there blah 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 so that scene in the trailer where he's spinning the 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 sewer cap and he's hitting away the rockets and he hits the rhino that's the scene that ends the movie that's the final shot of the movie and you've seen it and that's the end of the amazing spider-man 2 that that was an hour long almost an hour i'm gonna say like a 40 minute long discussion on why i hated the amazing spider-man 2 and that's not even all of it but i'm not gonna do the rest of it i'm not gonna go into the rest of the points fuck that i'm not doing it i'm not gonna do it because fucking no why the fuck uh, all right uh let's just get down the brass tacks man we gotta i'm gonna end this podcast because this wasn't even supposed to be a full episode it's supposed to be an update episode i was actually only supposed to rant about this for about 20 minutes but this movie had a lot of problems i don't even know why i'm reviewing it now i mean i think it came out on blu-ray already who knows i might do a review on the main spider-man 2 or not main spider-man 2 on the uh no i'm not i'm not doing reviews i just wanted to talk a bunch of shit about that movie like really that's what i wanted to talk about i'll i'll release a proper podcast like uh tomorrow or whatever the day after this one comes up so yeah fucking hey i hope you guys stayed this long if you guys stayed this long holy shit thank you because <laughs> man if you guys can listen to me rant about a movie if you guys have the same problems this is why i plug the rest of this stuff so find me on twitter at uh uh this band noah find me on instagram at this band noah no yeah okay twitter at uh, this band noah instagram at my band noah uh email you know is uh shit uh email me at uh brat which is b-r-a-t-t one two three period mj at gmail.com or for an easier one just put i period matthew jackson at outlook.com uh shit yeah you know hey subscribe download do uh, every kind of social you could possibly do. You know, social the shit out of this podcast, you know. If you guys could tweet it, all that shit, man, put me out there. Do it. Do it. Because like I said, this is kind of just a... It's supposed to be a personal podcast at, at heart, you know, because I'm doing this for my own reasons, not for any other than that. And, you know, that's that's just what I want to do. So uh, you guys put it out there. I just want this podcast to be, you know out i want it to be open to people and i want people to see it and see it i want people to hear it you know come on you know this is the new audible munchies man it's like snacks you can hear you know is that a good tagline i don't fucking know it's probably real stupid but yeah that's it you know yeah yeah so yeah you know uh this should be up on itunes hopefully within the next couple of days but as of now share this on the site that it is you know, you could find me, uh, you could use RSS radio to listen to me anyways, but still, hey, you know, uh, till, uh, next time, you know, till, fuck, ah, shit, till next time, man, till fucking next time you guys stay cool. All right. I'm out.